Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's the Mitchin Podcast. Hey, what's up? And welcome to The Mitchin. We are a Sydney-based food podcast coming out once a week, every week, for six weeks now. <laughs> so, good work to us. My name is Andrew Levins. My co-host is Mitch Orr. What's up? Who you can catch every week at The Mitchin and uh, once every two weeks at Acme when he shows up for a shift. Um, with us today, it's, uh, it's a couple of nights after the uh, Good Food Guide Awards. We had them in Sydney on Monday night. It's Wednesday here and we are in the best new restaurant in Sydney as awarded. Woo! By the editor of Good Food Guide, the national editor of Good Food Guide. Her name is Miffy Rigby. Hello. Welcome back to the Mitchin. Thanks. Uh, with her, we have uh, the editor of the Brisbane Times Good Food Guide, Callum Boys. G'day. Thanks for joining us. All the way, uh, live and direct from, from Brisbane via Skype. From north of the wall. <laughs> uh, and the uh, self-proclaimed, uh, their official title is what Restaurant Dudes. Is that what you want to call Owner yourself? Dude. Owner Dudes. Owner Dudes, yes. And uh, they own this very restaurant, the best new restaurant uh, <laughs> in Sydney, according to Miffy Callan and, 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 and a round table of others. Um, Hubert is the restaurant in the room right now. And we've got um, Jason Scott and Anton Fort. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Hello there. Forte. Forte. I did so well. I did so well. Would you say, Levens, that pronouncing names is not your forte? Hey, thank you very much. Forte. But like I said before, I think my name may have changed to just Fort. The worst thing is that like I was going to go in and be like, it's Forte, right? And Mitch was like, I don't think it is. And then so I asked you, and then my mind's off. Good sabotage. Yeah, I should have spelt it out phonetically. It's the small um, victories, Lebs. I have to get them where I can, you know? <laughs> uh, so as well as uh, as being the official owner dudes of Hubert, Anton and Jason are also uh, behind uh, famous Sydney landmarks such as the Baxter Inn, Shady Pine Saloon, and Frankie's Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, we've got a lot, a lot of venue stuff to talk about tonight. Today? Today. It's <laughs> very early. Just because they're in a dark room. Yeah, it feels, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, I, I mean, I, I used to work in a, in a place that was just eternally 9 p.m., this place kind of feels like eternally 11 p.m. Yeah, kind of, um, it's quite kind of uh, cavernous, yep. you know, and you can kind of lose track of time in it. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's pretty fun, especially sitting with Jason in this exact booth at about 10 in the morning after a big night. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just perfect. These are, these are very sleepable booths. No, no sleeping, no sleeping is happening. <laughs> <laughs> when they're here at 10am, they haven't been sleeping. <laughs> I think all of our venues have kind of got no natural light at all going on in them. So yeah. well, it's just Are you guys going. Batman? 
<laughs> Collectively <laughs> sleep upside down in the port cave over there. <laughs> Just saving lives you know, <clears throat> through hospitality. So we're going to be talking about about this year's Good Food Guide and uh, and and the decisions made uh, in the uh, in the results that were announced earlier in the week. But first, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the ethos behind Hubert, what you were trying to set out to do, and then we can find out from Miffy if that is indeed what you have done and why you went from vodka apples to a four thousand seat restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to start, Jay? Or? Yeah, I'm, look. We, uh, we've been having a bit of fun with a bar scene in Sydney for a while now and we just kept talking to ourselves when we were drunk that um, man, we should do a restaurant one time and everyone told us we were stupid and eventually you kind of talk enough about it, you've got to actually do it. So we thought, what if we could put what we like about old school spaces into, uh, into restaurant form and give it a go? And we met Danny Peps and just kind of kept on going and before you know it, you get too far in, you can't stop and then... Uh, here we are. Way too late. Um, as Jason said, it's always just been something we've been so passionate about. And this space came up and we kind of just fell in love with it and wanted to, I guess, I don't know, hark back to the golden age of dining, as I, don't know, as I interpret it. I wasn't born for the golden age of dining. Um, but and the golden age, for those who don't know, the golden age is uh, 2001 at City Extra in Circular Quay. City Extra, absolutely. <laughs> Great pumpkin soup. Great pumpkin soup. Good garlic bread too. Great place to buy alcohol if you're 16 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Good VB throwdowns as well. 200 mil. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's something that cha- that was going to be a challenge for us and excite us and to put together you know a venue of this size and with this many staff and. And moving parts is just something awesome to do, and it, it's it's been really scary and really fun, and uh, I've loved every moment of it. So. so, you know, this being your first restaurant, you you have uh, someone that we've tried to have on the mission, I would say, twenty times. Dan Pepperell, um, <laughs> uh, he's just down currently there. still missing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, has anyone seen him since the Good Food Awards? Not seen him, but he, a few texts have arrived. Yeah, I assume they're from he's him. He's in the there kitchen. I had a chat to him before. Oh, he's here. He's yeah. here. Oh wow, he's well, here. Maybe we can ambush him later. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so what's the what's the food vibe here? You try to go for a real classic kind of yeah, cl- real classic. Uh, dishes or interpretations of them or taking a real classic idea and then spinning it in a way that still presents the same way but just eats in a modern fashion eats in so a like way classic that, bistro kind of cl- cl- classic bistro stuff um, but just eats like modern Australia instead of you know Paris in the in the 50s instead of brown gloop it's kind of uh, <laughs> a bit fresher with some herbs and and um, and, and just a little bit more balanced um, and which Dan's food lends itself really well to. And we love the uh, the vintage aesthetic of a lot of the dishes too. I mean, we spend a lot of time looking at the old cookbooks and sometimes we see something and go, oh, that looks amazing. Probably wouldn't taste that good, but what if we could make it taste good? And that was kind of how a lot of dishes started like that. But to be honest, we, and we let Dan go go with his head, most of it. Uh, we tasted everything and, and approved everything, but um, a lot of the stuff, the genesis has been his. Absolutely. Um, the curly parsley has been going nuts as well. It's, yeah. uh, we're, we're flying through it at the moment. It's essential. Very essential. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Miffy, do you, do you accept Jason and Anton's description of their restaurant? <laughs> I accept it. Um, it's funny, actually, for years... Whenever bartenders talk about opening restaurants, I'm always filled with horror. Um, In fact, I believe you specifically said two years ago, do not do this. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like something I'd say. (laughs) Um, But if there are are two people who I think could 
potentially do it without fucking it up too much. It's these guys. And Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I was a little cynical, but willing to suspend disbelief. And then when they got DPEPs on, I kind of... I've, look, I always knew you were going to get the right guy. And I reckon, I reckon half the battle when it's people who come from a bar's background opening a restaurant, it's actually just working with the right people. And I just think it's it's very rare that you actually see that happen. Um, and so it was really, really cool. You guys are just smart enough to get the right guy to make it happen. And you also, both of these guys, and I think maybe what a lot of Sydney siders don't know, both of these guys actually originally come from restaurant backgrounds anyway. So they kind of... City Extra. City, City Extra. <laughs> but, um, but most of our experience has been in restaurants. We just weren't stupid enough to make that our first business. No, it's. Um, I don't think we could have done this, you know, uh, three years ago, four years ago. I think we really needed to do, have the growing experience of Shady and Baxter and Frankie's to kind of get used to dealing with this an operation of this size and and to get our management down it's 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 hard to be able to as Miffy said work with different people and get the right personnel on board like that's everyone's uh that, that's everyone's Achilles heel at the moment is getting the right staff and making sure they stay and making sure they're passionate about your product so do you think um, um do you think that without Baxter and Shady Pines and Frankie's that potentially I, I guess I'm thinking do you think that that gave the larger Sydney public, the faith to come here and the faith to support it a little bit as well? Absolutely. From the from the get-go, I mean, we wouldn't be able to fill room this big if we didn't have a, a bit of a following already um, mm-hmm. initially at the start. I think word of mouth would have spread if we'd opened this space, but yeah, no, we needed a little bit of a following to, for it to, to kick off like it has. Yeah, and um, signing Danny Peps doesn't hurt either. Absolutely. Yeah. No. But without that, I guess, that credibility, then, you know, Danny Peps probably never would have come on board and um, a lot of the other staff probably wouldn't have come on board either without that faith that we are going to, I guess, live up to the promises, <laughs> the, the big grand promises that we made about the space. Because you, you walk into here, you know, a year ago and it's a concrete shell and we're coming up with all these ideas and this is how it's going to be. And a lot of people, I guess, get fed in empty pro- promises by employers. So... Um, and to you have guys people work with like us. poached every good line cook in Sydney as yeah, well, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no one at the Doll office waiting for us to call them. So. <laughs> well, it's either, it's either Hubert or Maryvale, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which would you pick, Mitch? Uh, <laughs> I'd probably move to Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> good sag. Yeah, uh, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, Callan, you came down just for, just for the awards because you, uh, you recently made the move. From, from Sydney to Brisbane? Yeah, I drove up there on Anzac Day to take over as editor of the Brisbane Times Good Food Guide. Um, but for the last two years working in Sydney as the national food and wine writer for, or drinks writer rather for, for Fairfax, we let Hewan do most of the wine writing still. And also working closely with Miffy on the Sydney Morning Herald Good Food Guide as well. And bloody hell, I put some weight on. So I had all, all the all the Sydney reviews and all the regional New South Wales ones and then the opportunity came up to move to Brisbane and doing all that again, like just six months of intense lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner and not a lot of exercise. It's gnarly, isn't it? Because we, we, this is an interesting thing to talk about. That's like, you know, the... I only reviewed maybe 25 restaurants for between this and the GT Guide this yeah. year. But 
that relentless like I, I always fuck up and leave it all to like the like you know the week after they're due, yeah. and so I I was eating like like a big lunch and a big dinner every day for yep. about three weeks straight. It's hard work every this fucking day. Real tough. <laughs> yeah. oh, so no. tough. This is what happens. Oh, man. I say this all God, the time. You're doing God's work out there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't, and so people are like it's like you don't know what it's like 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 intense like big creamy salty dishes like four or five courses, especially when you're doing regional restaurants when you've got to sit through like eight courses of. Those snow peas tasting menu, yeah, totally. It's a lot of vegetable stacks still, and so much much fucking pork belly. It's not always great food, and it's just fucking abuse sometimes. Uh, But it's like I just want a steak, but you complain about it to a mate, and he's like, "You know what I need today? I was in a forklift (laughs) in a warehouse, and I picked up some pallets, and I moved them from one corner of the warehouse to the fucking other corner. I was sitting uh, sitting in the corner of my restaurant (laughs) watching my staff work on Pinterest." <laughs> I was like, okay, fair, fair point, fair point. I'm going to shut up. But yeah, you do uh, get get quite unhealthy, and um, you look beautiful, Cal. Yeah, oh, thanks, mate. I, I, think, I know that you didn't actually wear your on. tuxedo pants, so you wore jeans. No, I didn't. I wore tuxedo pants. Well, I, 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 I wore jeans. I didn't do a good job hiding them beforehand. <laughs> I actually heard, Cal, and I heard there was um, a girl on the table. I was sitting at the awards, and you went up to announce an award, and this girl goes, "Wow, who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> Did she actually say four? Yeah, and then like kept around the table going, he's all right. He's all right. She was oh. from a regional restaurant. So. Oh, was it? Was it Nikki Lebrant's wife? <laughs> that speech was because amazing. Because she, speech of the night from Nikki yeah, Lebrant's wife. Yeah, completely. Uh, won the City Lucky Door Prize for business card. Is it Anna? Anna? Oh, that's Anna. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, hi, I'm Nikki Lebrant's wife. And I own a business card. <laughs> Get her to host next year. I'm going to drink all this magnum myself. Good night. Thank and you. I reckon, I don't know, I reckon it was probably, the. it was definitely awards where the most C-bombs and F-bombs were dropped in. A lot of well, swearing. that C-bomb, swearing. I think, I, no, I don't have I think it made the night. on this, but I think that might be the first time. First I think it was the first history. time yeah. a C-bomb's ever been dropped at the Good Food There was a lot more swearing from the, from the get-go. I love it. It was, yeah. it was my brother. Yeah. The term was sick cunt. Yeah. Tim Phillips started off with shit the bed. And everyone just followed the lead from there. Big PG, Peter Gilmore was in it. Peter Gilmore was thrown down. Thrown down the F-bomb. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. More of that. Listen up. More of that. I mean, like the thing is, it's it's, it's a it's a night that celebrates chefs and restaurateurs, and nobody swears more than chefs and restaurateurs. (laughs) (laughs) Except maybe me. (laughs) Yeah. So um, Hubert won the best new restaurant award on on Monday night, Um, and for me, that's generally the most kind of exciting award of the year. Um, you know, for those who haven't been to awards or read 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 the read the guide, it's alongside you know the best chef of the year, which is also very exciting. The best restaurant of the year is generally like pretty. Uh, you know, a lot of the not usual suspects, but you know, it's the it's three a hat is brief. exactly the three hat restaurants, which are generally the ones yeah. that make up the majority of that list. Are, uh, don't change much year to year. It doesn't necessarily need to be three hats. No, that's not the rule. Uh, yeah, has it ever so, not been? So sometimes in Sydney, Once. it has gone to a two hat restaurant. Who was that? Um, I think it Bacass. was Bacass. when Key first Bacass. opened. Oh, Bacass, sorry, Bacass. good one. Years ago, Potanio get it good as well. One time, I think I knew. Best 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 year. Year. Would have been yeah. best uh, 
In Brisbane Times, good food guide this year. I, I gave restaurant of the year, or Vittoria Coffee Restaurant of the Year. Thank you for our good friends of Vittoria. Uh, <laughs> Again, they don't give us money. <laughs> when they want to give us money, you can shout them out. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just conditioned to it. Um, but no, they, they are good blokes. Les is a legend. Uh, and, but I gave it to, yeah, One Hat Restaurant Gage for Restaurant of the Year. It's just, it's whatever city is, uh, whatever restaurant is defining the food scene of, of that city. I guess city it's a bit easier when there's it. six restaurants to choose from in the whole city. Five. So. <laughs> and the restaurant of the year goes to one of you just pick one <laughs> we actually Rock, paper, scissors the best restaurant of the year goes to Brisbane <laughs> I, we used to love that restaurant Montrachet yes um, ran by a dude called Terry who was Terry. this wild chef he'd yeah, sit at the man. bar with you with a bottle of JD and, and just smash double nips of it just over and over at the end of lunch service total yeah. legend how Thank many you. hats uh, one, hat, one, hat. one hat So Terry left And now Shannon um, Kellum I believe his surname is Is in charge And um, Yeah good bloke But still like Terry had this Does thing, he do I'm the JD? Open Friday, Saturday, Sunday Just <laughs> Monday to Thursday It's like you <laughs> Fucking mad dog <laughs> like, total And legend. Shannon's continued that on But he does Friday nights now As well But not Saturday He's like No it's the weekend That's kind of like, like <laughs> Yeah that's kind of like Fritelli Parody So never used to open Saturday nights And they were like when we hit, If we hit the 10 year mark Then we'll open Saturdays because the boys figured they wouldn't have to work and deal with all the shit customers on Saturday nights. <laughs> yeah, right. That's why they close. And then like, oh, we don't have to work it anymore. Let's open. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Saturday nights always had that reputation for having the worst customers. And uh, I believe that it still uh, lives up to it. <laughs> is, it is it kind of because they're the people that just don't eat out that often? So yeah, their expectations yeah. are probably special a little bit special higher. Yeah. We're going to go all the way into the city tonight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's also the special occasion. There's a lot of expectations. They, they really want the night to go really well. It's like an anniversary yeah. dinner or something like that. So they put yeah. a lot more pressure on things. Saturday nights and Valentine's Day. Yeah. 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 And Mother's Day. No Mother- one oh, goes Mother's out on day. Valentine's Day. Worst day. Yeah. Worst day of the year. Worst yeah. day. For everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, best new, uh, the best new restaurant award, um, which we already mentioned, Hubert won countless times. I guess I keep saying it. Yeah, hey, hey, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, did you guys have a uh, punt on yourself? No, I didn't even know you could. I didn't know you could. You could bet on everything. I was looking and I'm going, oh my God, this is just like Back to the Future 2. I can't do anything with this. The almanac. I was like, do I ring like second Uncle Pat in Perth from a payphone? Just like, Continental Deli Bar and Bistro 16 to 1. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to touch it. Like, there'd be spies everywhere. But uh, yeah, but I was talking to Monty uh, and yeah, uh, from Icebergs and Dolphin. He's like, we're trying to get a syndicate together and like put a G on. Like, you could only bet 30 bucks max. Ned, or Ned, max. Ned Brooks yeah, put 30 max. on. I think he won $40, so <laughs> he did okay. Yeah, but I think you guys were, I think Automata was $1.40 or $1.70 to one for best Ooh, good odds. And, good and odds. you guys are, I think, were $4 or oh, really? something, or $4.50. Oh. I want to know like, oh, where I, I, they got the I would have thrown my 30 from, down. Some of them were like really bang on. There were two on there, which was like Bovine and Swine yeah. and Cafe of the Year were both like correct. I was like, how do you Cafe of the Year would have been tough to pick. There was, yeah, there was there's a lot of really... Absolutely. Like, honestly, it probably could have gone to any of those cafes because they were all pretty yeah. much equally as amazing. Yeah. 
yeah, uh, across all the awards. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they crunch those numbers. I, I really want to know. I, I send like, it to the news desk. Oh, you I'm like, are the ones rigging yeah. it. Like, you know what I mean? I don't even know how we that's bettable. Yeah. But do they, are they talking to anyone in the industry? Well, that, are they looking at like, like numbers on the internet? What what about, our, our market analyst, Simon Food Favorites, so I <laughs> in, in the field. Uh, and what about the printers, the designers? How many Where was people the best Babuccino have, 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 have touched this this book? You know what I mean? It's a really, really, it's a really production heavy. Thing, that shouldn't actually, be a better right? ball. Shouldn't no, be a better ball product. No. Be. Well, maybe that's why there's only thirty dollars <laughs> max bet. Look, yeah, look, yeah. To be fair, like underneath that, what well, you could bet on the fucking Bachelor. Like so. To be fair, yeah, I feel like it was my that true, was totally true. my Woodstock. Like to see my awards on sports bet. That's <laughs> it. I'm retired. Made it. it. Was amazing. Made it. I remember the. Um, when I was a kid, I wanted to bet on uh, who shot Mr. Burns. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he could do that. He could, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, parents, yeah. my parents had let me in fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was like what seven. Would, what would your bet have been? Uh, I would probably would have fucked it up. I probably would have said like Jasper or something. Very yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one would have guessed Maggie. No. no. Great. Let's, let's continue this talk about <laughs> season six Simpsons episodes. Very relevant. Um, but uh, so alongside Hubert, we already mentioned Automata. Who else is in the best new restaurant? Uh, there was Hubert, Automata, Mikado, One Bent. Uh, Mikado, One Bent, or Hubert, Automata. Well, it wasn't One Bent, was it? It was Hubert, Mikado, Paddington, Stambouli. Paddington, Stambouli. Sorry, I'm just like losing my mind. Yeah, Stambouli. Yeah. Nice work, Mitch. Thanks, nice Mitch. Work. Thanks for thanks for <laughs> having my back on that one. Uh, it's not necessarily having your back, Miffy, but I'm aware of what, I'm aware of what they are. <laughs> yeah, Mitch. As Mitch pays attention next week on the Mitch. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're going to do our own Mitch Awards, which is not really a necessity, or unless it's really a necessity. So Mitch just behaves himself when he talk, when we talked to you and Pat two weeks ago. <laughs> um, Fine. <laughs> so. Uh, what, how do you decide which, like, you know, what, what's the criteria for, for winning the best new restaurant? Like, is it, is oh, it like, like, count? yeah, sure, all right, fair enough. And also, you've got to be best. All right, end of story. And a hard hitting journalism. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like Callan said earlier, if, um, with the Brisbane one, you decided that, you know, it kind of dictates what Brisbane dining is like. Yeah. Yeah, where it's going and, and, and setting, and I hate the word trends, but uh, starting I conversations. I don't think it's got anything to do with trend setting. I'd hope uh, not. Uh, no, I not, think no, it's I'm not. Got, I think it's I, I, got there's to. A better word than trends, no, I think it has a lot to do with where people are going, where they're eating, what they're liking, what I guess what we like. I mean, like the awards are all decided by a small panel. Like so we've got the larger team of about forty or so reviewers who go out every year and look at restaurants within the guide, and then quite a few that don't necessarily make the guide as well. And then we have a smaller panel, and we crunch all of the numbers for the entire book so every score is like the ultimate score is awarded by that small panel um and then the awards are then discussed over a different meeting and so it's it comes down to that small panel deciding but then also i really think the those new restaurants are as much about how Sydney is eating as, as much as how what, what what we're liking. I mean, I think so. Trends. <laughs> no, they're not trends. I was going to jump in with that too, Levin. So was I. Yeah. Trying to avoid yeah. it. I hate it. Yeah. No. His favorite. She's like. Oh, you've been to a lot of radio interviews the last yeah. couple of days. So, what's the trends? What are the hot trends yeah, of dining them. for 2016? I told someone the other day the hottest trend for 2016 was things coloured blue. <laughs> the yeah. hottest trend is people still 
no showing their bookings. That's the hottest trend in Sydney. That's still going on. It still happens. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Oh, tisk tisk. Assholes. Um, I, we just make shit up every time I have to write that story at the end of the year. Like, I've, you do the similar kind of thing. This like, year I've decided to bring back the grasshopper cocktail. Yeah, that is a delicious drink. It's a delicious drink. <laughs> that is my father's uh, one and only cocktail that he can make uh, correctly. He does a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> Goes into a grasshopper. <laughs> creme Two de things, right? <laughs> Anything with creme de menthe <laughs> yeah. really is a trend for 2016. Please take note. It's delicious. <laughs> Refreshing. It's so good. It's like brushing your teeth with booze. <laughs> With poos? <laughs> yeah, with poos. Oh, poo- poos. I get it. Yeah. Yep. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we've spoken a little bit about Hubert. I wanted to bring up something I have a little gripe with. Oh, uh, <clears throat> Frankie's Pizza. You have very, very strict DJ rules. <laughs> we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, what are they? I didn't even know there is a big page. When you go to DJ at Frankie's, <laughs> there is a big page. Have you DJed says, at Frankie's level? No, someone just sent me this picture and said, take note. The, the rules are don't fucking mix. Don't do anything fancy in between songs. Sorry, Lebanon's because it's lame. <laughs> <laughs> so, what they really want is the song to completely stop, a yep. moment of silence, and then the next song to start. Yeah. So, why not just uh, play a cassette? <laughs> why pay a DJ? Where's well, the because, uh, no, it's, uh, because they, the DJ will can still read the crowd and still know what's going on. And they can also put something different on that that we wouldn't put on a normal mix. Mm. And they can break outside the rules a little bit. There's certainly no tricks yeah, or nothing like that. Tricks. Mixing no, rock and roll is just lame. It's rock, it's rock well, and roll. Know, like, no, totally, yeah. You know, run DMC, you know, it's, 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 it's not that. I don't, I don't know, just... But we had a... A bunch of DJs initially start. Yeah, so this is why I asked. I want to hear what creative. happened. I, I guess it was a bit too creative and then throwing down some kind of anything electronic we don't like there mm-hmm. because it just ruins uh, yeah, the atmosphere that we're is. creative. We're yeah. trying to, I guess... What about Van Halen? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's fine. Electronic. Oh, it's well, a synthesizer, you know. It's, it's, you know it's, it's the drum beat. It <laughs> it's a hard rule to quantify on paper, I guess. But uh, the staff and, and the sound guy, everyone knows when someone hits the wrong track. Yeah, we have yeah, a general yeah, word yeah, to the yeah. DJ, and that's great. And that's not your brief. It's a feeling. Yeah. Did anyone try and like try and like scratch or something one night? Yeah, I thought, yeah. I think people have tried. <laughs> yeah, it's, it still happens. It still happens. That's so good. And we just say, look, do that again once you're out. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> We'll make you pay for that pizza, mate. <laughs> <laughs> is Jordan McDonald still there? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. definitely, definitely. He's actually, yeah, he's becoming part of the business um, yeah, as of this year. And he, he is Frankie, really. Yeah, awesome so, bloke. Yeah, 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 runs that music. Program. 100% legend. And he has got one of the better gigs in Sydney, I think, at the moment. He gets to book all the live music for our group and yeah. do all the beer lists. So um, that's uh, that's pretty and fun. And have the biggest muscles and the most yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's structured the, he tells me not to scratch. I'm not scratching. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, get motherfucker. <laughs> I believe that's actually uh, Jordan's list he's put together of his <laughs> of, of his gripes. I think there's a few more points on there too. I don't know exactly what they are, but. Uh, Jordan was very thorough. I should I get Jordan to come and review one of my parties. <laughs> should do. I, yeah, no, continue. No, you, you go. I was going to say, you blokes doing the thing, I, I think it was Frankie's, like have the live band on and then do the karaoke over yes. the top. Yeah, yep. and how does that go down? It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, we've got, um, it's on Tuesday nights, we've got uh, Dave Eastgate as the usual compare there. Yeah. And he's pretty, 
pretty loose and uh, like for instance actually even just last week he's uh, we're having a bit of an issue where he's riling the crowd, crowd up and, and yelling things at them and then coming to us and going guys we need a security over here <laughs> like, like you started this you know <laughs> so you gotta be able to back it up but um but yeah no it's a it's a, it's a lot of fun so we get just, just anyone can come sign in yep. and then they sing a vocal we've always got set tracks they can do because yeah. the band owner knows yeah. them but they feel like a rock star for the night completely so. get these like weekend warriors up there yeah just it's fantastic if I can give any advice, it's uh, sing a Rage Against the Machine song. You don't need much. Uh, there are fucking silver. scratching in Rage Against the I'm Machine like- song. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hypocrites. <laughs> touche, Lemons. Touche. <laughs> um, so we've spoken about Frankie's and Hubert, but it all started for you guys. I guess this this path that you're on is, is Shady Pines. And uh, that was also the first time I was aware of Miffy as a writer because you championed Shady Pines, which is a, a, Thanks, Miff. a saloon. But like like no one else in this city, when you when you wrote for Time Out, that was like your your spot. And it was almost like this moment where like there, there, was, there was nothing like Shady Pines in, 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 in Sydney before you guys opened. Um, I've still never been. Still never been? I, I mean, they don't do any tea. You, you wouldn't... <laughs> Not good like, lighting for Instagram, like, Mitch. Oh yeah, I don't like lining up for things. <laughs> <laughs> you still have hectic lines for shady, shady pines. Yeah, Friday, Saturdays, but it's definitely relaxed a lot more. Mm. You know, you can, you can most of our locals are starting to come back because you can get in on Monday to Thursday pretty easily. So. Yeah, it was a bit of a, I guess, a shit fight at the start, and because it was kind of such a novelty, and for the time, it was was. A, a little bit different like we were, we, we, were, we were so busy so mm. it did develop that reputation but now it kind of just feels like an everyday kind of just an everyday bar which, well, is, yeah. which is really nice which is what we set out to do you it, know it was I mean? definitely Sydney's first like self-aware dive bar is that a good way to describe <laughs> yeah, it absolutely like, yeah, absolutely <laughs> um, and since then I mean, this is before like drink and dine this is before uh, you know Countless other people who were involved in Shady Pines went out and started their own thing. It was us in pocket at that stage. Yeah. Sure. I think small bar and, and uh, Chinglings. Chinglings, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, we were the, probably one of the first kind of like heavily stylized in that genre, at least. Anyway, though back in the eighties, everything oh, man, was heavily it was, stylized. It was such a relief when you guys opened. If I had to like write about one more place with chilled beats and cocktail waitresses, <laughs> see chilled beats. Chill yeah, they don't have myself. fucking DJ rules Come though. To <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> To be, to I can be scratch fair, there. I've been to all your other establishments. <laughs> Just not shady. Still not forgiven, Mitch. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't eaten at Hubert, so I am definitely lose. I've been to yoga lots of times above shady. It's <laughs> <laughs> much the same. Keep digging that Same clientele. <laughs> You'd enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. And so shady, shady Pines was all about, you know, spirit, like, you know, brown spirits and uh, and was it, was it peanut shells? It was more about good good times, I guess. Yeah, That's how we times, yep. sort of it. Like, at that point in time, like, to... Any venue that delivered a really high quality product, you know, cocktails, uh, was pretty stiff mm-hmm. and didn't have much personality. And so I guess the element that Jason and I thought we could bring to the game was having a space that was had a fantastic products but was staffed by cool people who love what they did and had a really just good solid vibe and we just really wanted to look after people and I don't know, I think that's that, that that was our aim, and that's that's still what I kind of think. Absolutely, it's, uh, you can see a connection, I think, between that and what we're doing now as yeah, well. Yeah, we want yeah. to kind of we want it to be a space that is fairly all encompassing and overwhelming, almost. But then you accidentally get the, some of the best product around as well. But yeah, the focus is not so much on the product for the customer at the start; they just discover it along the way. Did the places you'd worked at beforehand? Because I first met Anton working at Lotus, and I first met you at Oxford Art Factory. Oxford Art, yeah. 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 So were those? The places before, 
you'd worked at before. I'm not 100% on your history, Chase, but yep. from working, I'll like for extra. me, like <laughs> working in like fine dining and stuff was almost like, okay, this is what I don't want to do. And yeah. push me to where I am now. Definitely. The same sort of thing of going, okay, I've done all this and I don't really like all this. This is what I enjoy. Let's do this. Or I, I, we had a pretty diverse background, that's for sure. But uh, you like certain elements of each place. Yeah. Um, but you definitely, you, there's certain parts you do not want to replicate as well. Yeah. And I think you need to have a strict background. In you need to experience all absolutely. that shit. Absolutely. So, absolutely. so to yeah. do yeah. something relaxed and carefree and... Uh, almost spontaneous I think you need to have that classic background it's the Matisse rule yeah absolutely to be loose you have to be tight (laughs) (laughs) that's on point I like that so since Shady Pines which opened up on Oxford Street you've done a thing that not many other kind of uh, you know people like business owners such as yourself have done and you've moved further and further into the CBD and I never associated the CBD of Sydney as like a place where you go out at I'd say night. that's the trend for 2016 trending yes I, trending. CBD. Well, I think every other city in the world has, has a pretty pumping CBD uh, and when we were first going to Baxter definitely a lot of people said what are you going in there that's the wrong crowd that you know for you guys and it's the same crowd they just go home from and get out of their suit put their skinny jeans on and go out in Surrey Hills like we're pretty monocultural here in Sydney sure. like you know like the distance of two kilometres is not changing your demographic one what, little I, bit. what I also like about all of your places and have from the very beginning is there is no wrong crowd for you guys absolutely no. No. yeah we're pretty democratic like, everyone, everyone's, everyone. everyone's money's the same colour except for people on Saturday nights now we've, and DJs we've, we've changed that tune. <laughs> yeah. two exceptions no but that's that's always been so important to us because Places that always imposed, um, I, I, I guess, uh, a dress code or some sort of there was some sort of underlying social understanding, like that a these vibe pe- code. Yeah, vibe code that some people are welcome and some others aren't, and that was something we never wanted to do. And I, I figure it's always been dictated by the staff of the venue and the management, and we've got control over that. So that was one thing. We're, we're welcome to anyone c- c- come in, come come all. Old people, young people, people from the West, gnarly people, bikies, whatever. And and the crowd just sorts itself out, you know? And then you end up with people there who really want to be there and they're, they're the right people. Anyone who wants to be there is the right person, I believe. Yeah, definitely. We've got a little thing we say to the staff. We've got our little characters we call Bob and Marge who are, um, it's a su- mythical suburban couple who come out probably once every six months and it's really important to them to go out and have a nice time but they're really nervous about being in a cool space and uh, he drinks Bundy and Coke and she might have a Malibu and pineapple Um, (laughs) when the staff and you've got this row of people waiting for you there's the cool kids you don't have to look after them as much as Bob and Marge Bob and Marge you've got to look for them make them feel welcome introduce them to someone else and everyone else will pick up on that kind of energy don't diss them just because they don't know what's going on they don't know how to act in a place like that Yeah, we always try and get our staff to to give comp drinks to to Bob and Marge people, you know what I mean? <laughs> Instead of just like your hospitality friends or people in the beers or in media, give it to people who feel a bit awkward. They've had a couple of rounds, they're loosening up. Give them a little shot. See what happens, you know? Try and make someone's <laughs> night special. You know, yeah, hospitality yeah. people get freebies and comps given to them all the time. It's no yeah. big deal, but for people... It who, makes them feel real special. Yeah, yeah going out to people, I think, is uh, pretty confronting. I think a lot of people walk into a venue or they come down the stairs at Hubert and they're a bit freaked out. Like there's waiters running around, there's a line of people waiting to get into the bar, there's maitre d's behind a desk. So it's it's it, it's a bit of uh, it's very confronting. So I feel if we can disarm people and make people feel comfortable as much as we can, then that's that's the way we've wanted to run our 
run our group of venues is in that same way, just disarming people, making people feel comfortable and making people feel feel loved by us. It's cornerstone of hospitality to us. So have you got a really intense weekend ahead of you now with uh, the award and, or would you have had an intense weekend anyway? Yeah, we're, I guess we could say we're at capacity um, anyway, so it's, it's not, I don't think it's going to change our um, impact on the on how many people are going to come down here. So last night was pretty busy, though. Yeah, it was. It was actually. Yeah. What are you? Are you busy every night of the week, or is there still lulls? When, when should it, someone who who wants to come down on, on a quiet night? When should we come down? After Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. After ten p.m. Mondays and Tuesdays, or at five on Mondays and Tuesdays, we're pretty reliable. You can should be able to get in. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I, I, I hate the people that show up at, at peak time and complain about how busy it yeah, is yeah. and how yeah. hard it was to be served. It's like, well, you fucking should know that. Friday night, 7 p.m. Stop trying people. to eat at 7 fucking yeah. p.m. or 7.30 p.m. What, there's a straight hour wait? Man, it's 7 o'clock. You know, it's Friday night. We're in the yeah. middle of the this city. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is the worst service I've ever had. Another trend of 2016. <laughs> Sydney loves a 7.30 booking. Yep. Couldn't possibly come at 8. That's too late. Yep, no. I like a sweet 6 p.m. booking. Uh, That's yeah. my favourite. I'm yeah, getting in, I'm getting in earlier yeah, these get days. Me in and get me out. Well, I can't get in. I can't leave work that early, but 6 o'clock. Yes. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Get in. I'm done by eight. Yep. And then I'm I'm home ready for yep drunk in bed yeah. drunk in bed it's easy to sleep I, I like the early meal yeah. I'm I'm falling asleep by eight thirty mm-hmm. and I'm hungry by eight thirty I'm like annoyed <laughs> <laughs> six p.m. let's go I think that might be also from fifteen years of eating staff meal at four thirty or four thirty <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um so Callan uh, Lee Tran Lam who works uh, at at uh, the Sydney Morning Herald with yes. uh, Echo Food um she sent a few. Uh, she questions. Did. She also she also runs her own food podcast, The Unbearable Lightness of Being Hungry, and has been on this one a couple of times. So the first one she wanted me to ask you was yes. about this picture that you took the other night, which is the meetup of um, was that Hubert? Here you are. Yeah, um, and no, there we it's are. The meeting of uh, Hillbilly Wes from uh, Bovine and Swine, who yeah. won uh, Best Cheap Eats. Um, it's a barbecue joint in Enmore. Yeah. Uh, and David Thompson. 
Yeah, the, uh, our Thai what a meeting of the minds. Well, Wes had no idea who David Thompson that's, that's was. That's why I wanted to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, so, so, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yep, good. As I and, and what do you do, my boy? <laughs> yeah, I would have liked to see DT's reaction. To- <laughs> He's like. Pussy's barbecue, like knuckles up, like barbecue, like pitmaster, like the hillbilly. He's like, well, that's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and you should do that. You should follow your dreams. And 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 they they chatted for a while, getting on great guns, just just talking about Sydney and and Enmore and Newtown and yeah and fucking oh, Wes had never been to Hubert before, I don't think, and just had a very very lovely time. Oh, excellent, um, lovely yeah, time, and. Uh, not as lovely as David. Uh, he David decided mindful. to drink through the pangs he was wearing new shoes. <laughs> That's a solution. So yeah. D- David Thompson's in Sydney now because he just opened Nong- Long Shim. Long Shim. He's here for a couple of months, isn't he? Yeah, he's here for a few months, which I think yeah. is a very dangerous time. For he's everyone. a legend. Yep. Yeah. He's such a cool dude. Such a cool dude. Such man. a cool dude. Miffy, when it opened, you did an Instagram with a comment that oh. struck me as a bit odd. Um, you said this is the restaurant, the changer that Sydney sorely needs. Yeah. So I, what I, needs to fucking change? What game needs to change? Well, I took that Instagram at two a.m., guys, <laughs> and I've you been drinking up, tequila for a bottle. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was a, it was a, it was a cool new spicy restaurant that was kind of. I think it was kind of like a game changer for like kind of fine dining Thai. Yeah. I suppose for me, like sure. Um, Death of Sailor's Tie, which was a sad time, um, kind of was an end of an era for that side of things. And I think Long Chim is going to change the game, like, in that zone. Yep. So not Sydney, as you said. As I drunkenly said, yes. no. Hyperbole. I just put up a, a post saying Sydney's funniest pod- food podcast <laughs> is weekly now. And, like, uh, someone could definitely come at me and be like, our food podcast is significantly funnier than yours. Um, um, for someone who hasn't eaten... David Thompson's food before and when you go to Nam or if you go to Long Chim or wherever um, that flavour that big spicy flavour those Thai flavours it's next level it's, it's completely next level you just go holy fucking shit like this is what real Thai fucking tastes like and uh, hopefully more well since Spice I Am to the party yeah since Spice I Am opened I don't think there's been you know like a proper punchy yeah. gnarly no, Thai like restaurant street level Thai there's some really 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 amazing stuff around town you like Dodie is, is brilliant and Chat. I still really like Chat Thai yep. it's fantastic Absolutely. and Spice um, and, and yeah I, I guess I, what I meant was specifically something that was a little bit more fine dinery offering but that style of food there's such balance to his cooking as well Thanks for clarifying me for you. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Sydney, and I'm I'm sorry that I've insulted 90% of the hospitality scene. Picky game up. Um, is it is it like is Longshim like like comparable to Nam? Do you get that onslaught of just heaps of little little bowls of different curries and that kind of thing? Or? It's it's yeah it's 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 quite different because it's still sort of like what they want is it. To, they want it to be the sort of place where you can drop in, so it's still kind of canteen ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we can get David to come and talk to us. Yeah, you oh, cool. absolutely. Oh yeah. my god, he'd be amazing. And Wes at the show. same time. <gasps> oh, fuck. Get in, mate. That's a melting pot. Beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful um, melting pot. Yeah, just just David Thomas, just winding up and just let him go. Um, I was interviewing him on the red carpet. Fuck red carpet. Um, at the black carpet. <laughs> the, the black setting carpet. trends on the red and, carpet. And, yeah, yeah. The, the doormat yeah. that uh, I was standing on at the front. Duties. Uh, 
And um, I said to Dave, I was like, you know, how is it enjoying, how you enjoy being back in Sydney cooking? He's like, I fucking hate it. Exhaust <laughs> 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 oh, fans don't work. The city smells, it's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Les for Victoria. This yeah. one's for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, then he just took the microphone off me <laughs> and just started interviewing me. So it was, it was good. Um, yeah, no, great, great bloke. And I said, it's like, you know, I was asking everyone, what's your... Uh, Ultimate Sunday guilty things. We'll try and get some mileage and do an online video or like Chef's guilty pleasures because that's the you know the clickbait. The next we best thing and the next the second best thing after trends. Yeah, yeah, one of the favorites. <laughs> just, ahead, you know, just ahead of podcasts. It's all right. Um, he's like, Callum boys, what a stupid fucking question. <laughs> I had respect for your intelligence, and you can ask me that. Good night, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you got to end the video on that. <laughs> Fair. Did he well, actually yeah, drop like, yeah. Mike and leave at that point? He just handed it back to Donk. Him and off. I was like, all right. Did, did we get that on camera? Yep, yeah, good. Got it. Yeah. Did Long Chim make the uh, like make the cutoff for the guy this year? No, mm. I didn't. So the guy, uh, we can't. We we put the review side of things to bed in mid June because the production process is really, yeah. really heavy and long. Mm. So that is the problem with a book. I mean, like the Good Food Guide in print form is literally like buying a computer and it's pretty much out of date the next day, unfortunately. I mean, you just have to pretty much look at it as it's a guide. It's like, here are some things that are really fantastic. More will open through the year. Please keep an eye on them online and in the, you know, in the paper. We can't fit everything in. It just doesn't work. It's, it's, it's a bloody headache to put together, to be honest. Yeah, and shame on a restaurant that closes before the guide comes out. <laughs> Master. Yeah, yeah, that was poor. that was hard. That they actually closed the day after I sent the book to the printers. That's <laughs> so, a bummer. That was a delicious restaurant. It was a really great restaurant. I'm really sad they closed, and I hope they find some another site soon. But yeah, I mean, like they got the hat, they got the invite. It was in the book, and I was like, well, there by the grace of God. Good luck. Well, What's going to happen with that site? Is that site a curse site? What else has been there before, like, Master? It was, like it was a once thousand like, a ger- like a Venetian cafe. And there was some every, people, um, people that did something there everything, for a while. Everything yeah. that's been in there has been dead. Which is a shame because like, when you look at it, it's quite a beautiful it's looking a cool site. site. Yeah. You've got to be out by 10 p.m. Is that correct? Yeah, licenses. Everyone out uh, by the residents. That's rude. Residents, mate. Residents. Uh I got told to stop DJing at the Good Food Guide Awards because of residents complaining. And I yeah, was like... Yeah, the police came yeah, really? yeah, the fu- <laughs> I saw the fuzz. Oh, yeah. yeah I should have you dragged were, you away like Ringo style. You were playing rooftop. some pretty hectic uh, hectic trance and stuff by that time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, oh, yeah. So I, I did a Scratching. set... I did a set before and after the awards. But in the middle, um, I don't know who you got to program the music whenever someone was, accepted an award. I played like, you know, nice little warm-up background music job. and then some 80s yeah. stuff that everyone knows. It was fun. I got Jill Jill to play dance at the end. That's that's all you wanted tonight. That's all you wanted um, tonight. And... Uh, uh, but in, when, whenever anyone got an award, it was this insanely intense, like, thumping house and electro. And it just kept going towards the end because people would, you guys had to pose for about 10 photos. And everyone was just, like, looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm sitting down dining next to you. I'm not DJing right now. This isn't me. But Mitch started telling everyone that it was me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so tell me, when you when you put the Good Food Guide together, both of you guys, I guess, um, 
what is the harder part? Is it reviewing all the restaurant or is it editing everyone else's reviews? Oh, you know the answer to this. I edit you. Yeah. <laughs> and chasing up uh, reviewers for copy because they filed a week late and left all their regional restaurants at the last minute. And I'm talking Callan about Boys. both of us. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Levens. <laughs> Andrew yeah. Levens are two of my least favourite reviewers. <laughs> Um, yeah, but now being in Brisbane and the editor up there and being on that editing side of it, I was like, I'm so sorry, Miffy. <laughs> like, all those times I've been late on deadline, I had no and it's idea. The lying. I didn't Both realize. Both of you just lying. Like, I'm like, oh. yeah, I'll be with you tomorrow. I'm like, I know it won't. Why won't you just tell me the truth? Because I don't Why know. What, I don't know when I'm going to actually write it. <laughs> yeah, so chasing out that copy is yeah, um, and me especially coming onto Brisbane. And not being across all the restaurants there yet, but you know, in just that intense four months of just getting everywhere. Um, Look, the whole process is absolutely punishing. I mean, it's it's as I was saying before, it's just it's a really production heavy thing. Um, so, a you've got to find the right people to write it who have good taste, who you can rely on, who you know are going to be awesome ambassadors for the good food guy, but also have the good sense to get in and get out quietly yep. without a fuss. Then you've got to make sure that they have their own individual voice so they can actually write with some flair. Then you've got to make sure that they're people who are you can actually trust to, to make the right calls on the scoring side. And then it's the actual commissioning of the book and then making sure you hit all the regions. And then it's, I mean, the, the eating out in the restaurants bit, that is the easiest thing to do in the world. I mean, that's not hard. I mean, like the relentlessness of like going out every night. I think I go out probably six nights a week for about six months, usually for the process. And then as places close or chefs change towards the end of it, then you've got to go do the revisit as well. So that's always a bit of a headache. It's just a lot, there's a lot of admin. So mm. I would say like the editing and putting together the book is probably the much harder part. So this year um, there was a, a bold move to only include restaurants mm. that had a score of 14 and above. So every restaurant in Sydney, according to Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was going to be one Just comment. waiting for that. <laughs> I dig. You, Mitch. Just sitting on it. I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. But I mean, aside, aside for like months. Bold, aside, bold, aside, bold from that, move. aside from that wonderful joke, like, do you think, do you think, Mitch, that that is actually like a, a positive step for, for the guide? From a, from a chef point of view? Uh, well, it's hard because I care about the guide so much and I can only speak for myself because when I was a young chef or when I th- was thinking about becoming a chef, it's what I used to read to go, well, these are the fucking places to go and this is where I should want to work and this is who this chef is. And So I wasn't a normal customer just picking up the book going, oh, where should I go, you know? So I only really like i didn't read the 13 out of 20 reviews anyway like i read the hats and who was this and who was that but that's not to say that bob and marge don't go oh this place 13 that sounds like our kind of vibe let's go there like i can't say that bob and marge don't want to go to the 13 because that's might be where they feel comfortable you know what i mean so you know i guess it if there's more rest, like if all these restaurants are good enough to be 14 and it means that there's not enough room to put the 13s in the book then I guess that's a good thing for Sydney mm. but if it's Miffy being lazy and going oh, fuck the 13s no, <laughs> no but like the, 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 
Maybe you guys <laughs> Maybe agree with me. Maybe you agree with me, but the the, the, the reviews for the 13s and lower, like mm. I, I, I reviewed a 10 out of 20 last year. It's, it's a, just like they're, they're, they're really hard to write because it's just and like, what's, yeah. what's the point in even recommending? And it's really tough. No, but it's like, what's the point of recommending something that is below that? Unless it's really charming. Unless, like, sure. And that's why there's the cheap for example. Yeah. Yeah. That's why there's the cheap but eats in, and in which well, that case, is, that yeah, is we like we jumped yeah. up, we jumped up cheap eats and bars yeah. and cafes. So there's like 50 of each of those things, yeah. and they, I mean, they're the way that you, they're the way people kind of dine out. Yeah, on a yeah. Daily well, I remember basis there used anyway. to be restaurants that were 12, yeah, yeah. out of 20 in and the book, the and every like, year it's. I mean, but like, then the cheap eats thing, and then there's the cheap eats guide, and this and that. So there's yeah. been but we other. We don't have that anymore. So we have right. this one thing. Budget same if it's one time. Well, yeah, and I think, well, not even budgets. Like, let's look at the fact that a lot of people don't buy these guides. And if no one's buying the fucking guides, what's the point of fucking printing them? Yeah, like, I, I didn't buy so one, even at the $10 half yeah. price discount. So I bought one the next morning at the news agency. Uh, full price. You first thing, the people, first thing. Thanks, mate. <laughs> but, like, to go back to that, I mean, one of the things that I thought was really cool that you did this year in the guide were all the area guides. These really awesome... Actual in-depth looks at places like Lakemba, Auburn, Cabramatta, Parramatta, where I mean, you went around and you properly ate in the mall and you gave a really yeah. good value judgment. But wait, me. Miffy, the SMH doesn't go past the Inner West. <laughs> well, it's true. I got him oh. on his scooter, and they never go to Aldi. <laughs> they never go. <laughs> That's a, my, every every time I write, if, whether it's like a thing about burgers or pizza or even fucking ice cream. Someone would be like, well, clearly this review has never been to Aldi where you can buy <laughs> 10 delicious chocolate ice creams for $3. They do an amazing turducken in the frozen <laughs> section. You should try that. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, we have a map and we all like to sit around in turtlenecks and drink Chardonnay in the office. And then if it's like past like Enmore, it's like, no, it's not going to make the cut. But yeah, you did an awesome job in those area guides. And that'll, we've got the app which has been launched now as well. And we're going to like really big up all those cheaper eats in the areas and put all that in the app and you just go there. It's like, all right, fuck, I'm in what's near me? Yeah, yeah. for the day for whatever reason it might be. It's like, what's near me here? Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Looking sisters. at a tile shop. That's why we're out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> but then we literally just looked up and we found Jasmine's that time. Yeah. yeah. Jasmine's that was delicious. That was amazing. Yeah. Was like, Whoa, this yeah. is great. Yeah. That was great. So yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not out of laziness that we're not including anything under a 14. I... Like, I did the guide last year, I came on, I kind of had to work with what I had and mm. it's a big thing to change and when you read that many 12 and 13 reviews, you're like, is there value in this? Are people yeah. going to go to these yeah. restaurants? Yeah. What are we picking up a print book for? We're, pin- we're picking up a print book because we probably eat out maybe for an average Sydney cider twice a week, maybe a couple of times, of, like maybe once a week, I don't know. But... Um, but you want to know what's kind of going to be good and what's going to be good near you. Yeah. I mean, it's I a the risk. Apps, the Dining apps are, out is a risk. That's a really good idea. Yeah. It's yeah. expensive. Time, sure. yeah. And but a lot of the 12s and 13s are the same prices as a 16 or yeah, a exactly. Honestly, like exactly. I did a lot of regional yeah. this year and a lot of the regional is a lot more expensive than, than yeah. most oh, things sure. in the city. And, and they're the ones that complain about not getting more focus yeah. in the guide, but it's like, you guys like suck. I, dropped, I think at one place, <laughs> which I won't mention that I had to drop out of the guide, I think I dropped about $350. I took my stepmom. We had EMD... And then one glass of wine each, and the bill was about three hundred and sixty dollars, and it was just damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still buy the print book. I think I've got everyone since I was in year twelve or something. You know, I so I still buy them, and they're still sitting on my bookshelf. Well, don't get me wrong; like, I but love I would it. But I'll use an app more than a 
pick up the book and go, where do I want to go for dinner today? But, but I would yeah. also hope that the book is also still collectible and it's still something that is of value. You know, I, I, like, I'm really proud of being able to put together that, that, yeah. that thing. The fucking names on the cover. Uh, it's good vibes. It looks beautiful, by the way, this year. I said to me, I'm not taking a piss, but I think the most attractive, best guide I've ever seen. Just the colours and the photography. All right, Brisbane. The, <laughs> take it, yeah. Yeah. Take it down. Jeez, much, mate. Fucking hell. No, that's you fucking... It's really fun. Fucking nice book. I know hard me for work tonight. That's all. And yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is really nice. Um, well done. But fuck yeah, and well, too. Yuri Timmerman's yeah. cover star to the stars. That's that. Those are his. Oh right. Arms on those the cover. His arms are yeah. cool from Automata. From Automata. I was wondering where that dish was from. Yeah. yeah there you go. Um, so, Callan, without I don't, we don't want to rag on Brisbane too much. But no, is no, there no. is there anything going on in Brisbane that isn't going on in Sydney that you no. want to talk about? Uh, Anton and Jason, you got anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for interjecting there, Mitch. Well done. I think Lev, like, you know, you guys both sitting here whispering to each other, like, you got things to say, and Lev's still like, so, Miffy, uh, I wrote a pretty good review this year. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, is there stuff happening? Uh, it's, it's just different. Look, I don't, Brisbane will never compete um, with Sydney and Melbourne, just in terms of population. It might. Uh, just Brisbane's the future. The infrastructure is there. The infrastructure the infrastructure there. is there. Thank you, Anton Forte. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and you guys. The, the tunnels are there, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but there's, there is an old boys brigade up there, and Brisbane Council is, yeah, there's some um, tricky dicks on that who don't like progress too much. Um, but I think there's good stuff happening now. Like, Gage is awesome. We've got those, we, I get restaurant there. They come now for Good Food Month and doing a dinner at Lumi. Um, and really uh, good, like, Cafe, lunch, uh, breakfast menu, and then dinner. So there's a lot of these places which just I had trouble like defining is it a cafe, is it a bar, a restaurant. So there's yeah, just using spaces all throughout the day. There's a lot of that in Brisbane, um, but there's such amazing produce up there, and it just it just needs to be a bit sexier, and it's just not marketed well enough. I didn't know how much good stuff there was up there until I moved there, and just shine a bigger spotlight on that. And so I think two, three years time, Brisbane's going to be a hot. Food destination Australia, but Chase, it's a little while off. Anton, you guys are going to open up a restaurant in Brisbane. Pitch it to us. What are you going to do? Chase, enough to you. Already had yeah. Venue yeah. up there. Really? What yeah. is it? Aria. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt Moran. Um, I I'd go produce driven as well, and I think seafood is yeah. something that that um, I still have the best seafood of uh, the best fish and chips of my life. Always are in Queensland, not necessarily in Brisbane, but the Noosa or Gold Coast. Yeah, and I think uh, there's room for a really um, good. Sexy kind of seafood restaurant. Yes, yeah, definitely. For sure. um, reason people don't like to spend money. No, it's a, it's a tighter market than here. We've, I've got a, a bar up there as well, and it's a very Friday Saturday kind of crowd. You'll be at capacity all Friday and Saturday, and then you'll get like ten people on Thursday. Yeah, so it, yeah. it still it suffers by that. But they will they will spend money like they will drop coin on a big steak. They will. Oh, hundred like, percent. So yeah, I no problem spending fifty dollars on a steak and a couple of sides. But um, the idea of like getting you know oh this bloody rabbit food on a plate like $48 what I'll do you call go and get a kebab this? on the way home I'll have to go to Macca's <laughs> get Macca's get a chicken um there's there's, there's, yeah, there's there's a little bit of that but it's just you know it's just I'm up there now and just kind of like hey like fucking no this is why spending money and it's, it's delicious food and like just enjoy it and I've been to good venues 
up yeah. there. I've I've really enjoyed the the, the dining scene there. I've only spent yeah. a few. I like the Korean dining scene in Brisbane. They've got a really There's cool that. Korean scene. Um, we've got Moz Burger from, from Japan. That's quite good. But Esquire Ari is really Mos good. Burger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, up there actually with Ben Russell um, as the chef and uh, like eighteen eighty nine and a Teka is like an amazing yeah, bar, like one of the best bar. Italian yeah, wine bars in in Australia. Uh, and Urbane, like like Ripper, and uh, Gerard's Bistro, like Benny Williamson, the chef there, is doing some great stuff. And um, so th- there is there is good stuff there, but it's just trying to make putting that at the front line and getting through to the council and then marketing their tourism. They're like, this is the cool stuff, not the guys that have been on the board who you've got all shares in Char 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 and Jellyfish and Moo Moo. These are the names of the places. Yes. Uh, and my favorite one, my favorite Brisbane restaurant, opened up recently. Um, <laughs> cowboys and turbans. That's what it's fucking called. That is very cool. That's what it's called. Very cool. Anton, this sounds like you opened it. Yes. <laughs> the, the logo is a little fedora, and, and, and like next to a turban. Oh, <laughs> these guys uh, are cutting the, the edge. Ultimate, the ultimate. In, They're ahead of the game. Do they do? Like whiskey in, and vindaloo one, or something. One, one, one menus. Um, no, it's, I thought it was American bar because it's actually Mexican. So one side of the menu what? is Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the, the fuck does that one work? One side of the menu is Look Indian. how outraged you are, Levins. <laughs> baffled. Cowboys and turbans, man. Get in. Way to, way to so keep th- racism relevant, Brisbane. Yeah. 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 So I thought, like, obviously, like, must have been around for, like, 20 years when I heard about it and laughed. And, like, someone's like, no, nah, six months ago it opened up. Oh, so like, get out. Yeah, and I think all the owners like, 24 or something like that. That's heavy. Not absolute most favorite restaurant they were there. Like, I just found out is uh, sloppy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sloppies. <laughs> what yeah, goes on at sloppies? Uh, sloppy Joe's. Doesn't Joes. go on at sloppies. Yeah. <laughs> sloppy Joe's. Like, if you're listening, do yourself a favor and go to the Sloppies Facebook page and just check out that amazing logo. In fact, right. to- Toby Wilson, who we've had on the show in the past, he now runs Ghost Boy Cantina over at Tio's. He used to do a night at, at uh, in, in Glebe called at Sloppies. The at the Wedge called Sloppies. And they just sloppy Joe's like, you know, like loose meat sandwiches. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Just like on Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> so Hubert's been open for how long now? Seven months? Six months? Seven months? I don't even know. Yeah, I think it was what, early, early April. Was April? it opened? Yeah, something like that. So what's yeah, what's generally the waiting point before like you know, before you start thinking about the next venue for you guys? I don't know. We've got so much... You've got you to think about opening for lunches. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be opening for lunches soon. And then upstairs, there's this awesome bridge that uh, Jason has um, hilariously named Bridge Bon Appetit. <laughs> Um, but we'll be putting That's up a magic. little. <laughs> we'll be putting a, a another bar up there as well, so there'll be another fifty seater kind of bar, and you can look down upon the restaurant while you're sitting up there. Awesome. Uh, we want to be doing events in the next room, and then on top of that, I wouldn't mind going on some holidays. I feel like you guys do a really good sandwich. I feel oh. like it'd be something you'd really nail here. I reckon we do a really good sandwich. <laughs> we do a good burger. What a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure I'm sure, do a sandwich I'm sure shop. Pep should be actually, heaps happy to hear about By the way, it's like hey, the biggest compliment damn, I could give. So you're you going to have to put a sandwich on because Miffy reckons you'll make a good one. I'm sure Dan will be over the bloody moon. <laughs> he loves sandwiches. Is that one of your rules? Like, will it be good on a sandwich? Yeah, it doesn't matter what that it is. is. Yeah, if, yeah, if it's good we'll on a sandwich, good it's good on a plate. Said the editor of the Good Food Guide. Nationally. What will that bring your capacity to with the new bar? Oh, 300 maybe. Well, it depends on the theatre as well. I mean, yeah. but we could potentially do 400 in the place. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a big space. Speaking uh, of events, can I um, hype one of the events we're actually doing here for Good Food Month? Because it's really cool. Sure, please. Um, Fergus and Margot Henderson are going to be cooking here with, with D-Peps um, as part of Good Food Month in November, which I'm very, very excited about. Yeah. So I really can't think of any chef in the world who would be quite as at home at Hubert as Fergus Henderson. Mm. 
I hope he doesn't see through the charade. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, there's also that. Can can we start a story that, uh, like, our grandparents started this restaurant? We've just we've just inherited it. As long as you can let him smoke in a booth, I think it'll be fine. He can smoke here all night long. As long as David Thompson comes to, yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm really really looking forward to that event. I can't wait to work with him. I think it's going to be a riot full of laughs and Fernand Branca and pickled walnuts. I think it's going to be uh, awesome. What, yeah. did, what did the, the rest of the Hubert restaurant space used to be? A, like a Chinese restaurant? Chinese yeah, so it's called Celestial House. It had been here for 30 years or so. Um, and it had a carp pond in the middle with carp swimming in it. It had wooden oh, pagodas got rid of the pond. overhanging the water. It was actually would have been an incredible space in the late 70s when it opened mm. uh, to do suburban Chinese food over a pond in, an, in two <laughs> stories underground. You, know, like you can imagine prawns, baby. The, the 80s power lunches here would have been pretty incredible. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know, the space was getting... The space wasn't really getting tired, but the, the, the restaurant was getting a bit tired. So, yeah, we we're lucky enough they changed landlords up here and, and, um, and we got the space. And then, yeah, I mean, all your venues kind of have are situated in, in, in pretty amazing and unique spaces. Have there been any that you any any spaces that you tried to get that you weren't able to? Yeah, I mean, look, we tried to get actually this this was actually going to go in the uh, the spice site, um, right? Where when when uh, Murat moved uh, to uh, Marrickville. Yeah, sure. Um, right. And um, or Erskineville, I should say. And so Spice, we, 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 was a, it was a nightclub. That, yeah. uh, that, that one of the first to die. Which when the, the old new wine bank as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. they tried so hard with so many different things after laws, and it just didn't work. It's did a it? great space. Yeah. great license too. But yeah, so we we were negotiating to take that over and do this here the, the, there, and so it was going to be like a little eighty seat, um, you know, kind of gypsy jazz wine, wine cellar bar. kind of feel, and that's when we got Danny Peps involved, and that's when we thought that'd be great, and then uh, it fell through, and then we said. How about you feel like doing a 400-seater? <laughs> By that stage, it's already too late. So. <laughs> That's how we tricked him. Yeah. Are there any spaces that, like, like you know, dream spaces around Sydney that you'd love to take over? Uh, I kind of... It's hard working with the dream space. Sure. Because you, I guess, limit... You really want to do the space justice and highlight, you know, usually there'd be heritage features or big windows or something like that. And I guess with our style of design... We like to have a full immersion, and so we like to really try and bring all the crap within the space and all the imagery and all the timber and 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 I guess fittings to the forefront. That doesn't really lend well to amazing spaces. And saying that, I'd, I'd love to do something with natural light, but I think <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't know whether we've got the skills to do it. I, I, yeah, I, I think also Jason would just go up in flames. So. Ugh, windows. <laughs> I, I think there's probably some old pubs we'd love to get our hands on. There's a dream spaces. So, oh, like, yeah. I mean. Uh, the Lord Nelson at Bondo Junction. I don't know if you guys have yeah. been in the main yeah. room there, and that yeah. would be an incredible space to, Four, yes. to get your hands on. Um, but unfortunately, it's zoned for 20 stories above that, so the price is uh, way more than we can afford. <laughs> there was a pub in Piermont as well that went up for uh, oh, so amazing. That was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Is that, that where those pegleg guys are now? That bar? Yeah. What was Nick, cl- close by, but um, I, f- I forgot the name of it. It's I been forgot the name of it too, but I used to walk past it every day and just imagine the most amazing place. And it's all sort of boarded up and there's bits of ivy hanging all over it. But the, even like the signs are all boarded all over it and all like kind of like vintage signs have just been there for 20 years. It's got the original bar top, yeah. all the original tiles, the original ur- urinals, the, the, yeah, the, it's just the works. It's just yeah. like they'd shut down the pub. You know, there's probably still kegs of beer attached oh, to the I know the, the one now. Yeah. It's, it's truly yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
any pub in the rocks, I think we'd probably have a go yes, at. Like it went you just, want the hero of no Waterloo, though, because they've That's got a cool. trap yeah, door for Shanghaiing people. Yeah, even though even Occidental, any, any mercantile, like any of them, would be a dream space, you know, to do something like that right in the heart of Touristville and yeah. right in the heart of Australiana. I think it'd be pretty mm. fun. Yeah, I'd love to see your, 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 your take on Australiana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've gone close a couple of times on some other pubs yeah. that we, we were going to do vintage Australiana, but yeah, you know, things fall over sometimes. We looked at the East Sydney a while ago. That, that, that's, yeah. that's, that's a, a great cracker. pub. But then we kind of thought, you know, is there anything we really want to change? You know, it's such a yeah, great pub. We need to do anything. Just to, yeah, yeah. Just to sit out There's and There's a dog and that sits there every day and drinks beers out of an ashtray. Oh, yeah. so he cool. can stay. He can stay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, I've got a long list of, uh, of unused spaces in Parramatta. If anyone anyone in here or anyone <laughs> listening is keen, we're ready. We're ready for so, something mate, good. We're all going to Brisbane. <laughs> did, did the circuit guys in Parramatta ever get that wine bar off the ground that they've been threatening to for years? Not, not, not yet. God, that would be great though. Yeah. Like a circuit is a really good cafe. You can, yeah. you can read about it in my uh, Parramatta suburb guide and good food guide. <laughs> fact, that was actually the, the hardest suburb guide I wrote was the one about where I live. That's how bad Parramatta is. But it's also a tough one because it's there's really, really, really cool stuff there, but the, mm. the, the scope is so broad. I've never been there. Oh, man, I'll give you the tour. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. I'd love it. You do a <laughs> walking great, tour a together? Westfield. Yeah, sure. Yeah, All right. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go pro it. Oh, it's incredible, Westfields. Yeah, Westfield. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. It's like you can be like the only white person in an entire Westfields in Westfield, Parramatta. Awesome. Great Unique. leagues clubs Good as well. <laughs> great leagues clubs? Mm. Sounds like a win. I started my career in Parramatta. The Albion Hotel. That's right, on the corner. Cool. VL Turbo. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, speaking 88 Corolla. Speaking of leagues clubs, like that, I thought, always thought that a space that should have a really good heritage feel that we've often talked about is if you get your hands on an RSL and do it properly. Yeah. Like, yep. that, that's, yep. that's something that or bowls, really... Or a bowls club or, a bowls, or something. Yeah, yeah, but the RSL's got so much history and yeah. it, they're never done right. Mm. And I feel like that, that'd be one space. Yari. I always thought Good God was Jimmy and Hannah's take on on an RSL oh, club RSL. a little bit. That's yeah. a great. That's such that's a great space. Awesome yeah. space. Yeah. 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 The uh, the plan B that new owners are finally doing big refurbishments to it now. They've cut all of the um, the big white uh, seating things in half. So I love those. Over. I always love those because it was it just like being in the Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've kept half of them. It's just it's just lower now, so you can see everybody. Oh, I don't know about you, that. I don't know about seeing. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Yeah. You've been listening to the Mission Podcast. Thanks so much to our four guests this week. Um, that was pretty smooth for six people. We haven't done it in a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, for, thanks for calling me up for not, not paying attention to everyone uh, equally. Yeah. He's a very, very, <laughs> very, all about fairness in the workplace, Mitch. Or. <laughs> um, Anton and Jason, we can find uh, you across one of your many venues. I know you guys like to visit each of them every night they're open. Absolutely. Frank- Quality control. Frankie's, Shady Pines, Back to the Inn, and of course, Restaurant Hubert. Um, do you guys want to just push a little couple of socials? Got a personal account that with maybe some funny good stuff on that we can check out? Um, Selfies? I'm on Instagram as Grooverstick. G R O O V E R S T I C K. It's a pretty good account. 200 new followers straight away. It's a pretty good account. Jason, anything equivalent? No, I don't, I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> Uh, Just turn my Facebook off my phone. Actually, it's a it's a revelation that you've got so much more time in your day. <laughs> you ever checked out Pinterest? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, I'm just renovating a bathroom at the moment. So yeah, I'm discovered it just just literally like four weeks ago. It's amazing. <laughs> we can talk about that later. <laughs> uh, and uh, both the Brisbane and Sydney Good Food Guides are out now. In news agents, sure are. Um, Might have hard time tracking the Brisbane one down here. Does, does the Brisbane one have an app too? 
Sure does. It's a national app, so you get that. You get the guide content across the Does the app Sydney. cost money? Or is it free app? Or? So the app is actually free at the moment. The if you buy the Good Food Guide, you get a free download of the app. Boom. Bargain. Yeah. Yep. So it's a pretty good bargain. How yep. much is it otherwise? Um, the app I th- nine ninety nine. I think it's going to be. Are we charging for it? Uh, well, this will be. Uh, podcast great next week well across you but yeah no it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a first right well it's You've a first I mean we proper. only launched it yesterday so <laughs> yeah no you can, you can you can download it and you can pay for it so you download it for free and you uh, yeah can you can download it for free so you, you can book online so it's integrated with Dimmy as well so you can book there and then um, which is awesome but if you want to get all the review content and all the hats um, then you pay the nine ninety five subscription fee so I think it's great because it is national and as a consumer I will use it if I am on holidays Regional New South Wales, Especially regional it has Queensland, that map, the map option yeah, it's where got it's the like, maps, so it's like what's actually near me yeah, right cool. now, and yeah, you yeah. can see all the cafes, all the cheap eats, um, lots and lots of listings. And then if you do want the extra, like, say you want to go to a hatted restaurant you haven't been to before, that's when you kind of use the paywall so you can actually read the full review and see the hats. Cool. We well, can go pick that up now and uh, find uh, you guys are very easy at Miffy Rigby and at Callum Boys yeah, yeah. on Instagram and Twitter. Do you guys still tweet? Yeah, I tweeted yesterday oh, and I was oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't even tweet. I've decided that retweeting is like tweeting but lazier. Yeah, that's exactly what it that's is. About all I, do, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I tweet out a few of my articles every now and again but I'm not tweeting like you are, Levin. I'm on there making jokes 24-7, guys. Follow me at LevDog on Instagram and Twitter or you can find Mitch at uh, Instakrill or Krillin on the Run on Twitter if you want to see some hot retweets. You can follow <laughs> Brisbane at Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course you can find Mitch at Acme or uh, Bar Rose, which uh, w- was lucky enough to win best bar food. Oh, yeah, best, bar best bar food. food. Yeah, dog. Congrats, Yay. mate. Let's thanks. Yeah. Um, cool. No, thanks. Nothing to do with me. It's all Annalise. It's all Annalise. We got to do a, an episode with Annalise again soon. Sure. She was like on every episode when we started. It hasn't been on anything. Wasn't she also like cooking you guys lunch every time you were doing the show as well <laughs> no, when you first no, started? No, no, no it was a <laughs> yeah, right. um, cool well thanks so much for listening to Mitchin you can find us online facebook.com slash the Mitchin or you can uh, send us an email if you want us to answer some questions uh, it's at the Mitchin podcast at gmail.com thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week at the Mitchin bye bye it's the Mitchin podcast hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.